welcome back to It's a Woman's World, an inclusive space for women and young girls to connect and lift each other up as we hear from inspiring women leaders from all over the world. Joining us today are the founders of Simba, Ava Sadegi and Nikita Gupta. Simba is a women-founded tech startup that helps employees scale their businesses by tapping into diverse early talent and building inclusive and equitable workplaces. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you guys on the podcast and I greatly appreciate all the time that uh, you set aside to being here. So thank you. Of course, we're both really excited to be here and love the initiative that you're working on. Thanks for having us, Corey. Well, to get us started, uh, tell us a little bit about your backstories. How have your past experiences led you to founding Simba? I can jump in and then I'll pass it over to Nikita. Uh, So my background is actually a little bit more left field. I was um, really focused on international relations and economics. I studied um, um, political science and um, economics in my undergrad and graduate studies. And when I was a college student in Tucson, Arizona, I was very fortunate to be one of the first remote interns at State Department in DC. And this is back in 2012, 2013, almost over a decade ago, when the idea of remote internships or just like remote work was still new. So this idea was radical. And so one thing that I really became excited about was how work was changing to become more inclusive. So when I was fortunate to do a fellowship with late Congressman John Lewis, that's where the itch and the idea behind creating access at a larger scale began. And I've done six Mm -hmm. internships myself. So I was very, very fortunate to be in um, D.C. And that's where I met my amazing co-founder and CTO, Nikita. And I'll pass it over to you. So I'll start off with how often I met and then dive into my background afterwards. So I was already working for another startup in DC. Uh, My background's in software engineering and computer science. So I had the opportunity to attend a woman in tech conference where Ava and I happened to land on the same round table focused around AI. And afterwards I went up to her and complimented her blazer and that's her conversation (laughs) where we talked about this idea about internships for me personally, um, internships have had have made a really great impact. I've also done six internships working for Martha Stewart and companies like Apple and Bank of America when I was in college doing all software engineering ones. And I didn't see a lot of diversity and people who look like me in those large organizations. So for me, I was hoping that the more we can help companies scale their internship program, the more we can bring in more diverse individuals to help nurture those organizations. So when Ava and I met, um, I got really excited about the idea of internships and just wanted to uh, butt heads together and we brought Simba to life. Wow, that's such like a really cool story that you guys like happened like by chance and then you guys ended up creating such like a great project and company that is helping to kind of instill some diversity into the workplace. I think with me, I have a remote internship this summer and so it's kind of crazy for me to think that just like 10 years ago, they were kind of like, that was a little bit of the start of remote internships. And now we live in such like a different age where virtual internships and virtual meetings are such the norm. But of course, like we still need that kind of support to kind of navigate the world of virtual internships or, you know, implementing diversity into the early uh, talent and with companies. So yeah, that's really cool. I love that you guys met just by chance. Uh, but relating to your the name of Simba, how did that come to mind? How did you guys form the company name? 
So Simba is for symbiotic relationships, not for the Lion King. Um, but that's because we believe in what a true experience, true workforce experience is all about. We want the employees to gain value, the participants and all these programs to gain value. So it's a full circle with, and that's how the name symbiotic comes together. Nice. I really like that. I, I did think Lion King at first, but I saw on your company website that it has the whole symbiotic meaning. And uh, that is really cool. <laughs> but since you guys work together, what does a typical role, a typical day in your role look like? And what is the favorite part of uh, working in that role in your job? I'll jump in there. And it's so cool to hear, Gory, that you have a remote internship and just like crazy how things change. Right? Yeah. When we were first launching Simba, the idea was so radical that um, you know, the first year and a half was really, really hard to secure any revenue. It was almost like a nice to have. And then all of a sudden, you know, we went from zero to a million ARR really quickly because then the market shifted. So then there was a demand and a need and what, you know, was a nice to have became a must have. So it's really mm -hmm. fascinating how all that evolves. And so that kind of goes back to my day to day. Everything is kind of like, there's never a dull moment. Every day is different. And so I think the one routine I have in my day to day is that I start off my day with yoga <laughs> And, oh, you know, nice. set my tone for the day. And then for me as the CEO and as we've been scaling, Nikita and I have learned kind of what part of the the pie or the cake that we kind of own and support each other. At first, when we launched Simba, both of us wore all hats, um, except for software engineering, because Nikita has a special um, skill there, but she can do all of it. So how do we kind of adapt and learn what we can support? And most of my days are like really a lot of back-to-back -back meetings, learning from thought leaders, executives, talent leaders in the space and thinking, how does that influence our strategy? How does it influence our research and the work that we're doing? So I'm very fortunate to have um, a sales team that kind of focuses more on getting more users, but we kind of focus on how do we think bigger picture and build strategic relationships with our investors. And I'd say the best part about all of it is really the community, the community of our team that we get to build and cultivate our own culture from scratch and um, our community of customers who tell us the value that we're bringing to them and the experiences that we hear from the different students and participants in these programs that it's making a real impact on their lives. Mm -hmm. And just to echo what Ava said, so yes, for both of us, no day is the same, especially with team members working in all different time zones because we're fully distributed. Um, we all get to wear multiple hats and all get to really get our hands dirty in different aspects of building a startup. But uh, my role primarily is to work on the product and engineering. So working on the design, the product development, the software engineering of the platform. And just like, you know, what Ava mentioned as the favorite part being the community for me, it's also hearing our active daily users giving feedback on our platform. Like we get random messages saying, this is working so great. This is what we love. And being able to take that feedback and continuously improve the product and hear what our customers are deriving the most value from Simba is what gets you know, us really excited on building a better product each and every single day. Yeah, it's really great to hear. I think for me, I have dreams to kind of start a company, but I'm not sure. But hearing about your guys' work about, you know, making a difference in people's lives and companies is something that I've, you know, kind of had my mind on because I think ultimately, as long as I have a company that's making a real difference in the world, I think that's the most rewarding part. And so it's really nice to like hear from you guys and learn from your guys' experiences that, um, it's not impossible to do, and there are so many innovative ways to do that. I don't, I don't think I've seen a company like your, like Simba. So, I, when I came across it, I thought it was really cool, and 
you know, also very um, big, making a big impact. Lori, um, just say that that really <laughs> means a lot to us because, you know, my background initially is not in tech. And um, as I was working at State Department and in the public sector, I felt like there was so much that needed to happen and so many bureaucratic measures in order mm -hmm. to drive change. And with a tech startup, Nikith and I have been able to see how do we make tech work for people and do good. Um, and also Nikitha does a lot of great work to inspire other women to get into STEM. And when she was at Cornell, she founded the chapter Women Who Code. So I think there's just like everything oh, that nice. we do, we live and we breathe it. And it's just honestly who we are. So that compliment really means a lot to us. Of course. Yeah, I think tech is becoming such a big thing now. And before I was like really hesitant or like just not confident enough to really venture into like get STEM side part of me. And this past year I had like such an honor to have some female mentors that were more in the STEM side professors. And like she, like one professor in particular was like just so inspirational that I made the switch from government to statistics. And so I'm hoping to like do some work in the data science field one day and um, you know, kind of do what you guys are doing as well and inspire other women to join the field and make a difference as well. So thank you. <laughs> but next question, talking about Simba, what does the future hold for you and the company? What are some dreams or hopes you have for the future? I can start off by saying that on the product side of Simba, um, we're very excited about the potential of using artificial intelligence with, you know, and you'll learn this too in your statistics courses that with data, there's so much insight that you can derive from it. And what's really exciting is that we're collecting a lot of data on Simba and what kind of insights we can help our customers learn to be really mm -hmm. proactive about their program and to learn also how to make their programs better going forward in the future. So we're starting to tap into it. We're starting to utilize different technologies to help us utilize what's out there to make Simba a better product. And that's something that for me is what's keeping me up at night and just kind of all the exciting stuff that we can do with the platform. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, I think like artificial intelligence has been such a big topic in my classes this past year. And like, it's just so clear now that whatever future, whatever the future does hold for us, it's definitely going to include AI. And like, I've had a little bit of insight into what that holds. We've done some projects on ChatGPT. And so it's very, I, I hope we can use AI in the right way, like you guys are doing. But then again, it's such an exciting field to get into. And I just wanted to also share kind of on that note too of the AI and impact, we are so excited too about expanding into other realms of the workforce too. So we think that there's a really big opportunity to kind of give hope in the future of career pathing for everybody in the workplace. And we think pay transparency is one step, but we're excited to kind of evolve that as we grow and scale. And my catalyst and in getting involved in this, as I mentioned, was through a fellowship with late Congressman John Lewis. Mm -hmm. And his whole motto was around being in the quest for good trouble. And I think that's what startups do. We come in, we disrupt, and we're trying to make things better. But, you know, it is disruption. And so it's not easy. I just think there are so many, like, opportunities or potential futures with AI. So I'm really excited to see what you guys do uh, with AI intelligence and Simba. So our next question, like, your biggest inspiration or your greatest role model, um, who has been that uh, person for you? I would say for me, my father, um, just being a daughter of an immigrant um, and learning about what it takes to build a business from ground up, I've been able to take my father and what he's done with his own company and apply a lot of the different um, skills and knowledge into Simba as well. So 
my dad was one of our biggest cheerleaders in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm really fortunate to have a lot of support when it comes to me moving back home to like kickstart the business and not being able to pay for rent in the city. But um, a lot of support there and a lot of just learning what it takes to start a business, um, what it takes to network, what it takes to sell a product, how to manage a remote engineering team and a lot more. So biggest inspiration and role model has to be my father today for me. And I'm also just to add to that, I think um, Ava too. Well, definitely Ava is one of my biggest inspirations because there's just so much that we learn from each other every day. Um, there's one thing of like having a figure that you look up to, but then when you're conversing with each other 24 seven, there's just a lot that we're able to learn from each other. Um, a lot of lessons on like how I can become a better leader too that I learned mm -hmm. from working with a brilliant leader like Alva herself. Oh, oh my God. I love you. I'm going to be a biggest <laughs> virtual hug from here. And it is so true. Nikita is one of my role models and peer. I think it's just really important that we have people that are within the realm growing with us. Because sometimes we always think like this mentorship being like this, like 20 years ahead. But yeah. really, I think that there's so many important ways that you can have really clear communication and a really great balance because Nikita and I work with each other every single day and we know when we can support each other. And that's why I think having a co-founder is so special when one person might be down or needs support or lifting. Nikita is always there to be like, Hey, let's look at the roadmap. This is what we're doing. Or, you know, always be there together through the challenges too. So that's also so, so important. Yeah, I think that really kind of ties into your company name, like a symbiotic relationship that you guys are both supporting each other. And that's really sweet, especially what you said, Nikita, about your father. I think I feel that same way about my parents and, you know, having them come from India to America and starting from the ground up and providing that kind of life and future for me. It, it will always be in the forefront of my mind and whatever dream or passion I pursue, because um, ultimately I wouldn't be here without them and uh yeah i think that's really great that you guys have such a beautiful relationship together you and ava to kind of form this company and um as i think ahead of my future i think i definitely want to have someone where i can talk to you and kind of lean on for support whether or not they're 20 years older than me or just you know someone that i consider my friend and um at college i think i've you know kind of started to learn to focus more on relationships if not um, instead of like more like I guess grades or I mean grades are important but like also mentoring those or nurturing those relationships are I feel just as important but next question how have your identities as women of color shaped your approach towards leading Simba and along that line like what are some of the challenges that you've had to face as a, a woman in the business world oh, I'll let you take that one on okay I was like we could write a book on this <laughs> Actually, we are writing a book because every time something happens, we're like, that's another chapter for the book. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that it's actually really fascinating rolling this experience out just because I think that launching Simba, we didn't come into it like I almost feel like we came into it. Maybe I did at least very naive on like some of the challenges. I know I had read about them, but then this was like the first time I really experienced them firsthand. And I would say honestly, less about being a woman for me and more about like being young for Nikita and I, you know, we were uh, very fortunate to be part of Forbes 30 under 30 and get a lot of exposure to validate, you know, the work that we're doing. But oftentimes with age comes experience and that's kind of how it might be seen. I know at one time I was waiting for about, 
30, 40 minutes for a meeting because they thought I was the assistant and they didn't think I could be the CEO. So I think it was, you know, for us, um, we've had other experiences where when we went out to raise, our investors said, you know, don't say what you do. Just start off with the um, traction slide and then tell them how you did it because you're just going to shock them and grab their attention and it won't be like, you know, and then I thought, mm, I don't know if anybody at the time I was like, yes, and we actually did it. Right. And I guess we did it. We we're like, yeah, our metrics are great. We're proud of them. But thinking back, I'm like, well, as a CSH company, you need someone who's invested in you and your story and your why. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're going for a series C or D, then maybe, yeah, start off with just the metrics and why this is a good business. But I think that it's just coming for us extra prepared to the table and having a very clear understanding of what, who we are authentically and what we are willing to accept and what we are not willing to accept and always staying authentic to ourselves and knowing in situations when we can kind of like actually after a call, Nick and I can check ourselves, did that seem funny or was that just me? Um, and so yeah. having, but brushing it off and getting back and focused because, you know, you're going to get a lot of naysayers, but that should not deter you. And so that's kind of the attitude that we take. And we want to be part of the change of creating more inclusive spaces, just as you're doing, Gori. But I'll pass it over to Nikita because she has amazing a million um, stories. <laughs> no, I mean, Ava hit it on the nail. It's what I think, you know, I've also been in the space where we've joined investor calls, both Ava and I together, and they're like, oh, bring in the CT. I'm like, hello, like, I'm the one who created the product here. Like, it, they're, I'm right in front of you. So that is something that is unfortunately going to be very hard to change in people. Um, you know, God knows, like, how long it's going to keep going like that. But the most important lesson is, like, confidence. And like Ava mentioned, when you go in with talking about why we started the business, who we are, why we're the founders of Simba, why we're trying to do what we're trying to do with, you know, the mission and the, you know, the focus of the company, you have to be really confident in that. And there should never be any doubt as to like why we're doing the work that we're doing. And I think going with that mindset where we both know that we know our company the best and we both know why we're confident about what we're doing with Simba is like going to help change the attitude. And also as women of color, both of us, we have also learned that supporting other women of color also helps this is like the problem that is there that in this world. And that's just, you know, one of the many steps that we all have to take together is to help each other out, mentor one another. And that's how we're all going to grow together. So we're fortunate to meet some other female mentors. We're fortunate to be in some kind some communities that help female founders grow, but there's still a lot of, you know, room for improvement there, but these are some baby steps that we're taking and some challenges that we're seeing that, are there that we'll have to work with. Yeah, I think that's a really great mindset to have, especially like outside of having a company, because I think for me personally, just having that confidence in who I am and what I dream of and what I want and making sure that like I stick to that has been very helpful in college, especially like kind of, you know, uh, forcing my way through conversations that usually wouldn't be open to me or opening some doors that are usually closed for me because I feel that, especially as a woman of color, we kind of have to fight a little bit harder to get into those spaces that aren't usually made for us. And the fact that Simba is doing that work to help other people get into those uh, those places easily um, without having to do all that extra work that, you know, all of us are so used to doing outside of the workplace, um, I think is really amazing. And I think just having some authenticity, I've been trying to focus on, on that as well, because it's been a little difficult <laughs> as I've realized going into the real world and being in college that it's a completely different space and 
as you mentioned, all of it, like it, it's one, it's completely different reading about it, but then when you're experiencing it, it's kind of hard to, you know, I guess, navigate that. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah just want- and it's not easy. Yeah, go ahead, Nikita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's not easy. Like it's it's like we talk about it like it's like oh yeah like you know that was an issue. But like after waiting forty five minutes and then thinking that I was the assistant, like how am I you know what's my mindset when I go in to deliver mm-hmm. that pitch that I've been so excited to work on for a couple months? Like it does you know it's a bummer and it's frustrating. But it's like almost like a muscle you know in order for muscle to build you tear it tears and then it builds stronger. So you know, making sure that we're putting our, in ourselves in environments where we can continue to grow, where we're not shutting down. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just important that we keep pushing through and we keep that you're aware, but we don't let it deter us. So I just wanted to let everybody know who's listening in that like, it's still really hard, even though we talk yeah. about it, like, you know, how we're accomplishing it, we still face it every day. Um, and there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say it's not easy. And I think what also makes Avana unique and also yourself too, is like being daughters of immigrants, we have this um, inherent trait in us of like hard work and discipline and also just persistence too. So seeing the way that our parents had to come to this country, create that foundation and just being in these, you know, environments in in the Indian culture and in the Persian culture, it's um, that has definitely helped a lot for us to keep Simba going forward. So it's not easy. Um, we, Alvin, I always say, like, we joke, we already have, we have like a muscle built in for resistance. Yeah. That, like, we have trained a lot now and rejection gets a little easier every time, but it's still not easy at all. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that muscle part. I, I feel like I was a little bit more prepared having immigrant parents um, to deal with rejection and, you know, situations like that. And I also think it's important to have, you know, some sort of community that like you guys have to fall back on. Um, especially in college, I, I realized it's a lot, really important to find the people that, you know, you belong to and that are committed and like you, that want the really you. And so that has been very helpful in terms of, um, you know, getting back from failures or getting up from, or you know, getting up from rejections and moving forward. So, but yeah, those are the main questions for this section. But now we're going to move on to the rapid fire section where I'll just shoot you some uh, quick answer questions, and you just give me whatever what the answer that's on the top of your mind. All good? Ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just five questions, nothing hard. <laughs> okay, so favorite word in another language? Wait, favorite word in another language? Yeah. I would say Roshkel. It means, like, beautiful, and it's just okay. very positive. I was literally thinking Kupsarat in Hindi too, which means positive, but I like um, the maka a lot. It just means kind of like, like action, liveliness. Um, and that's just some quality that we carry forward. I've been wanting to learn Hindi because uh, my parents are teaching uh, their tongue, which is Telugu. And I found that Hindi is like um, kind of similar, or I guess I just find it to be such a lively language, Hindi and Urdu. And so that's like something I have on my bucket list to kind of venture into that space um, because I really do want to learn an Indian language. Second question, what do you do in your free time? I cook. Yeah, I love cooking. It's a de-stressor for me and it's a place where I get to do what I want with the ingredients that I want to play around with. And plug for um, Nikita's Kitchen. Check it out. (laughs) And for me, it's yoga. I just got my yoga certification. 
I teach. Oh, wow. You teach yoga too? Yes. Officially starting at Core Power next month. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Congratulations. Favorite TV show? Ooh. Do you have one, Nikita? Do you watch TV? <laughs> I have time to watch TV. I would say like, I used to love watching, I used to love watching Food Network all the time. Like Rachel Ray, 30 okay. Minute Meals was my favorite show. Um, but yeah, no time to like turn on the TV. But yes, like Instagram reels, you know, flipping through those whenever I get some free time. My first ever like real show was House of Cards. And so I loved oh, it. It was very, that's good. But it got very dark towards the end. But the yeah. beginning of it was really, really fascinating. Nice. Okay. Uh, what is your Hogwarts house? I was actually at Universal Studios this past October and they did tell me that I was Gryffindor. So oh, had, like, okay, that's uh, the best house. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yay, nice. <laughs> Well, then I guess I would go and join you because I can't be away from you. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Gryffindor besties. Uh, last one. What motivates you? I think for me, family, what motivates me? I think we talked, all three of us talked about our parents and um, immigrant families. I think that this really does motivate me because I feel like I want to create a better future for um like my kids, my future grandkids and an environment and a workplace where everybody it can be successful. So I think um, really the next future generations um, and family really motivate me. Exactly. Um, family to and everything that Ava said. And I think part of that ties in impact. So also mm -hmm. just impact that we're making, the footprint that we're leaving behind and also hearing, you know, the impact that I'm that we're making as being role models to other people, whether that's in my own family, in my community, or just even general in like the tech and entrepreneurship space. So um, hearing that and that's what helps us, you know, drive forward. Yeah, I think as first generation kids of immigrants, like having a company like yours, like Simba is going to leave such a big legacy and impact. And I think it'll be a gift that keeps on giving for years to come for your kids and grandkids. So um, that is really inspiring to hear. Um, last question, what advice would you give to young women entering the workforce, especially the world of entrepreneurship? Something that maybe you wish you, you would have known before going into the real world. I'll say follow your gut, not the recipe. Um, this has helped a lot because, you know, there has never been a clear cut recipe that has allowed companies to succeed. Every single journey, every single moment is different. It's unique to the people that are building the community or building that company. Um, and I think that there have been many instances where we have followed our gut. We have seen the fruition of it. Sometimes we have seen like, you know, cons come out of it and likewise with other decisions too. But what um, I truly believe that like in that moment, what you're feeling that you think is right is the steps that you should take forward because you know what's happening best to you in that company in that moment. And that's not to say that Ab and I don't reach out to other folks for help. We are very mm -hmm. grateful for the community that we have. Um, but there have been times where if you feel something, just go for it. Because there really isn't a recipe that has 100% worked for everyone. I think that that advice that Nikita gives is like always so amazing because I think there is this like balance of like what is right versus like I genuinely feel like this is the right move and you know you have good intuitions 
and you learn to trust them and they get better over time. Uh, for me, I'd also add, as Nikita mentioned, community at the end. I think mm -hmm. that oftentimes, especially in entrepreneurship, as you ask, Corey, you go in thinking um, that, you know, you have to do everything, that you are, you know, it's almost like this solo journey at first, but that is far removed from the truth because everyone wants to really be a part of that journey if you invite them and welcome them in. So I really think that, as you mentioned, Corey, that you're cultivating relationships, that is so important. Ask for help ask for mentorship. People always ask me, how do you have a mentor? Well, I asked my mentor to be my mentor. <laughs> and so really um, getting others who are steps ahead of you invested in your journey to open doors for you. That is the, the greatest key to success that I have been able to discover so far in my career. So very excited to continue that. As Nick as I mentioned, we're going to continue opening doors for others as we move along our career. That sounds amazing. I That advice is going to be very helpful for me as well. I'm sure everyone else that's listening in. Um, but ultimately, I just want to say thank you so much for joining the podcast and taking the time to be with me today. Um, I Hearing your stories has been very inspiring for me. And um, I'm sure that people listening in will also be inspired by your story. And I'm so excited to see what the future holds for Simba and for you guys as well with yoga and cooking. So um, I'm excited to follow your journey and, um, thank you so much. I, I had such a great time talking to you guys. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. This is your host, Gowri Rangu, and I'll see you in the next episode of It's a Woman's World. Mm -hmm.